Welcome to Storytelling with Seth, a place where I honestly and as authentically as possible attempt to share with you stories I discover. Some of them are in the news, some of them are a bit of word of mouth or something whispered in the ear, and others are those rare opportunities where I get the chance to sit down with someone and talk to them about their story and in turn share it with you. I really hope you enjoy every story here on Storytelling with Seth, but there's really only one way I can know, and that's if you let me know. If you're using the Anchor platform to listen to this, you can go ahead and leave me a voice message, and I'd be happy to share it on this podcast. However, you can also reach out to me through email at sethsingleton at gmail.com, as well as on various social media platforms like Instagram, where I'm Seth the Writer, Twitter, where I'm at one more singleton, or on Facebook, Seth Singleton Storyteller. Please feel free to reach out on the platform you feel the most comfortable with so that I can hear what you like, what you don't like, and more importantly, so that together we can share our stories with each other. And now that I've given you an idea of what this is and what to expect, the only thing now, or the only thing left to do now, is to tell a story. Let's get started, shall we? Do superheroes ever have this problem? Finding Your Character's Motivation by Seth Singleton Getting up in the morning is hard enough without trying to save the world. Getting up just to save the world does not sound like a good enough reason. How do superheroes do it? Do they struggle? Does Superman? Does Spider-Man? What reasons do your characters have for getting up? Let's bring it closer to home. Why do most of us get up? Why do you get up? Turns out, it depends on who you are and what matters to you. Usually doing something unpleasant, like getting up for work, is an obligation with a purpose like providing for yourself or your family. Like any responsibility, it can be hard to find the inspiration to get started. Then it becomes about, how do you keep going? Heroes often start out their journey with simple motivations, but they quickly become complex. What is motivation? According to the American Psychology Association, motivation is the process of starting, directing, and maintaining physical and psychological activities. It sounds simple until you read the second sentence. This includes mechanisms involved in preferences for one activity over another and the vigor and persistence of responses. That word mechanisms to me always implies machines, and those are never simple when they are based on vigor and persistence. The writing team at Blue Alchemy Studios was talking about the motivations for our characters during a recent meeting. I'm the editor of the storyline for our upcoming release, Planet Rise, and that means my job, well, one of my jobs, is to support the writers in every aspect of the story process. On this day, we were talking about what these characters want. By establishing the goals of our supporting characters and our main characters, we could map out potential conflicts and tensions. The first example that came to my mind was Kiefer Sutherland in the film A Few Good Men. 
Sutherland brought the character of 2nd Lieutenant Jonathan Kendrick to life when he explained that the dead Marine, Private First Class Santiago, did not understand the consequences of the Marine Code. We're going to take a quick break to pay some bills with this word from our sponsor. A character's code. This code is Unit Corps God Country. Lance Corporal Harold W. Dawson, one of two defendants held responsible following Santiago's death, explains the code to his defense attorneys in a YouTube clip that I've provided for this post. In it, Dawson describes that Unit Core God Country is the four words that prioritize a Marine's focus. His first responsibility is to his unit, then it's to his core, and then it's his responsibility to his God and his country that come third and fourth. This ethos defines the fundamental values held by a group of Marines who turned on a member of their unit. A series of ritual hazings led to his death and a military trial. Kiefer Sutherland's character, Kendrick, explains that he believes that Santiago died because he did not have a code. He then explains that his code represents the priorities in his life, that his first priority is his unit, then his core, then to God, and then to his country, again echoing the thoughts from Dawson. It is a powerful scene that demonstrates the decision-making process that dictates or justifies a character's actions. It also shows the lengths a character will go when they believe their motives are just. Kendrick adds that Santiago was weak, and his weakness was a threat to the unit, which threatened the core, and their allegiance to God and country. This was not only the basis for his personal beliefs, but the military orders he gave and obeyed. As Kendrick said, and I quote, Commander, I believe in God and in his son, Jesus Christ, and because I do, I can say this, Private Santiago is dead, and that is a tragedy. But he is dead because he had no code. He is dead because he had no honor, and God was watching. End quote. Back in our writing meeting, we decided that by establishing the priorities for the characters in our story, we could decide what actions would be they would be willing to take, <clears throat> and how far they will go to achieve them. Done correctly, and we would have a better understanding of what drives the characters we are writing. Characters who can make bold claims because they believe them. And now we're going to take a quick break to pay some bills with this word from our sponsor. What are cornerstones? In the recent HBO series Westworld, humans travel to a customized theme park where they can live out their fantasies, no matter how illicit. There are no consequences. During one episode, a technician named Elsie explains how the characters portrayed by androids must have a foundation in order to help guests suspend their sense of disbelief. These hosts establish a connection for the guests that allows them to invest in the story. Backstories do more than amuse guests. They anchor the host, she says. 
It's their cornerstone. Rachel Sellers supports the word cornerstone and explores its usage in the Writer's Digest article, What's Your Character's Cornerstone? She relates the concept because a cornerstone's roots lie in architecture. In masonry, the cornerstone was the first stone set in a foundation, influencing all other pieces. And if uneven, the structure would never have a sound foundation. It's a good place to start, but only if your characters don't move. Cornerstones were central to the construction of churches. A cornerstone's exact measurements exemplified superior craftsmanship. This led to the comparative analogy in religious teachings featuring Jesus the carpenter and architect of the church and ideas about the cornerstones of faith. Peter, a follower of Jesus, was called the rock that the present-day Catholic church was built upon. Cornerstones were introduced by a guild of builders aptly named the Freemasons. They were marked with the seal of the Masons and can still be observed at national exhibits like the Washington Monument. The Freemasons guarded their secrets carefully, which ensured the mastery of their craft and the freedom of the order. And now we're going to take a quick break to pay some bills with this word from our sponsor. Why characters require two motivations, or more? Monuments have it easy. Like all stone structures, they only require the one cornerstone. And this is because buildings of stone are not designed to move. Once they are built, they stay in the same place. Characters move. This makes their thoughts, beliefs, and actions more complex and requires more than one anchor to define them. Cornerstones of the characters we love anchor our connection to them through their beliefs. This does not mean that the cornerstones of our characters are not in conflict. In fact, it is the conflict that drives our characters, much like the conflict that drives our own lives. We don't want to get up in the morning, but we do. The reason why is complex. The same is true for the characters in Planet Rise. Our main character, Nia Kasai, is facing a conflict that is a direct result of her two cornerstones, duty and family. Nia is the eldest daughter and the member of an order sworn to protect her family from danger. Her responsibilities have always included looking after her sister and honoring her role as a member of the order. Now that she is in the order and her sister is an adult, these two cornerstones are at odds. Nia's choices will decide the fate of her world and the world of her sister and family. Choosing family means sacrificing the belief that she has spent her whole life working for. It could mean the end of her world. Choosing her duty will sacrifice her ability to be there for her family and protect her sister from looming threats. Storytelling is about revealing the motivations that create conflict. The actions a character is willing to take did not form out of the ether. Motivations reveal the dimensions of a character that cannot be shaped by a cookie cutter. They bring characters into conflict with heroes and villains alike by showing the tension that competing desires create.
My name is Seth Singleton. If you'd like to hear more stories like this or talk with me about how these stories can be a part of your story, please reach out to contact me at sethsingletonstoryteller.com or find the info available on my podcast info. Thank you so much. Look forward to hearing from you if you have any comments or thoughts. And I look forward to the next time I get a chance to share my story with you. Thank you again for listening to Storytelling with Seth. Whether you're listening on Anchor, Radio Public, Breaker, iOS, Google Play, or one of the many other platforms available, I appreciate you taking the time to listen. And if you're one of those generous supporters, thank you. If you didn't know, you can support my podcast While you're listening to this recording, feel free to take a look for the link that says to support me, which will be a really simple little button. And if you're having any trouble, don't hesitate to reach out and let me know, and I'll make sure that I'll do my best to help. But your listening, your continued support is what makes these podcasts possible, and I couldn't do it without you. So thank you again not only for listening, but for your generous support and for all the different platforms that you listen to Storytelling with Seth. I look forward to sharing my next story with you soon.